0: This is the MDRT Podcast. Do high net worth clients see gifts differently than other clients? Should gifts be planned or spontaneous? During a Zoom conversation in March 2022, Adam Rex,
1: Virginia Beach, Virginia, USA.
0: Aaron Kane, Melbourne, Australia. Discussed what they give to clients and why.
1: When we think about gifts for clients in particular, we notice that there was a tendency towards repetition at hey, this is exactly what their dentist is doing for them or so and so. And we have been on a mission trying to come up with unique ideas of how we connect with our clients from a, a gift standpoint. And as the US listeners will know, I don't know all the regulations, but there are certain amounts of gifts that you're allowed to give before it has to be reported and, and you have to keep a gift log. And, and there's a lot associated with giving gifts. And so we found we were not being unique. And then we were, you know, the regulators were all over it and, and making it a, a pain to actually execute. So we stepped back and we said, what do the clients that we want to repeat, right? That is part of our goal is to find clients who are our 1A clients and we want to find more of them or expand our our breadth of services that we work with them on. And so we found that, you know, our 1A clients are what most would consider ultra wealthy and they need a picnic basket like they need a hole in the head. There's just, you know, there's nothing that they need that we could give them. They, they buy whatever they want. And so there was, we were missing on that as well. And so we said, wait a minute, a lot of these people are very charitably inclined, right? They're looking for qualified charitable deductions, distributions from IRAs directly into a, a charity. They were already focused on charities. And we found ourselves saying, wait a minute, why don't we try to capitalize on that? And so we started at the top of our client list and we started to say, Hey, please tell us who your favorite charity is. Why do you love them? And we wanted to connect the story of that charity to that person, right? Because the ultra wealthy, they might give to a number of different things, but there's usually going to be one pet thing. And it's, hey, my daughter had cancer, and so I I really feel passionately about giving to the American Cancer Society or whatever it is. There is some emotional trigger that has connected them to this charity. And we said, perfect, that is exactly what we're looking for. And so we note that in our important information in the CRM that we use. And when we want to do something for that client, we will do it in the name of that charity. So we will either give to that charity something we're doing. Right now we're in the middle of March Madness and we've done a competition with some other ultra wealthy clients of ours and we're giving to their charity. If we win around, then they give to a charity of our choice. If they win, then vice versa. And they love it, right? They don't need $50 from NCAA pool. And so we do everything we can to focus all of our efforts on whatever it is that is their charity of choice. We will donate on their birthday. So instead of sending them a tchotchke, We send a donation to the charity and say, hey, thanks for giving to this charity. And then the charities will also send a thank you card. It's just been a hugely successful area for us because those ultra wealthy people love the fact that and they view that we're giving out of our money, which we are. And so it's it helps them
0: also connect with us to be able to say, oh, these guys aren't just in it for themselves. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. And so is it their money you donate for them or is it your business? It's your business.
1: Yeah, I'd say definitely we do that out of our own money. So it's a separate conversation from a fee conversation. Like we try to drive our fees down
0: and this is separate and above from that. Yep, gotcha. I guess with the donation side, so we for the last few years have been doing a bit of work with Movember. So it's around growing a mo in the month of November. So we have a bit of a internal a bit of fun with it as well with the team. So myself and my associate Zach, so he's a bit younger than me, so his facial hair is not up to scratch, you could say. I think he's starting his November now, so he can catch up to me in November itself. So it's usually pretty fun and we we do video updates and we send them out to the clients and yeah, it's pretty cool. So, and, and we've done pretty well and we get some good buying from clients uh, helping donate, but it all goes to men's mental health and stuff like that. So I've had some, I guess, close friends all through COVID and even personally with home stuff. And I'm sure a lot of people affected by people with mental health. So I thought that was a pretty good cause, cause for us. So we tend to donate and I also, too, I usually match it. So I say, look, if we get up to, you know, $2,000 of donations, I'll match that through the business as well. So each year we seem to be getting seven $8,000 roughly, which is pretty cool from friends, family and clients that we can donate to this course. So it's really it's just four weeks. So the 1st of November, you clean shaven and then you just see how dirty and grocery <laughs> mode gets by the end of the month and you can shape it and do all different stuff with it. So it's a bit of fun as well. Is there anything different you do then, Aaron, when it comes to gifts for clients? I guess for us with gifts, it's more spontaneous stuff. So a lot of it when clients are retiring, that's probably a big thing for us. So we've worked hard with them for the last however many years or decades to get them to that point. And as we know our clients so well, and we understand like what their dream holiday is to go to or a place they love, which they can't wait to get back to usually, is something we might do like i've got clients that love they go to tuscany and and part of their retirement was they wanted to go back there and spend some time there and they talked about this winery that was in australia here but it reminded them of tuscany and so just things like that it was just a comment they mentioned but when he retired like i I then spontaneously got them a gift for this winery and paid for lunch and some wine and stuff for them to go there to get that memory. So, yeah, it's more around spontaneousness, but bringing it back to, I guess, for them, what their real, like, story and really cool part of their life is and a place that they love to go to or visit, something like uh, I guess they can enjoy together and and do rather than uh, something just to to have as a gift or an experience, I'm trying to say.
1: Related to that, Aaron, I think that's good. And I like the way that you tie it to an experience. I think that's a a great call for connecting with your clients. One of the things that we have empowered our staff to do is we basically say, hey, if you're ever on the phone or in front of the client, talking to the client, and you hear of something that's coming up, or like Aaron just said, would be a good example. Hey, I love this winery. It reminds me of this. Or hey, I have a grand... Child that's going to be born in California at the end of the month, that all gets captured. And then we will try to do something around that when it's somewhat unexpected. So, the 50th anniversary of a client, we heard about that when they were 46 years in, put it in the calendar to say, hey, in another four years, they're going to be celebrating 50 years. And when they show up to the boardroom and you have a happy 50th banner up in the boardroom, they're like, how in the world did you know that? So just those little paying attention
0: details. 100%, those spontaneous things. So yeah, that really gets them offside, but yeah, lets them really know that we're listening and we are paying attention and really care deeply about them. So That's a great thing to do. I think, yeah, just take little notes and mental cues of what they say and they just say it in passing and might not mean much about it. But if we can actually listen and take that down and then show them something like you've said, like that uh, 50th anniversary or whatever it might be, that's fantastic. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.